Hello, everybody. This is Itzel from The Succeeding Savage, and you are listening to the I Can Fuck Me Better podcast, the show where we talk all about reigniting your sensuality, reconnecting with your truest identity, and reintroducing happiness into your life. If you love all things self-exploration, self-pleasure, and self-fucking-love, this is the place to be. You ready to start living an orgasmically satisfying life? Then keep on listening. Hello, everyone. Okay, so I'm super excited um, because today I have an amazing guest. Uh, Natalia is a current client of mine. We've been working together for quite a few weeks. And I am like in love with her. Like she is just like so amazing. She has a beautiful smile. I wish you guys would see her beautiful smile right now. Uh, I feel like we're always like laughing and we have amazing conversations, which is why I decided to bring her into the podcast. Um, so a little bit about her. Natalia is a certified NLP mindset coach and she helps you get unstuck by increasing feelings of confidence and worthiness so you can achieve your goals in life. So um, I am going to allow her to introduce herself, uh, to tell us a little bit about herself and what she does and what she does in her business. Um, so yeah, hi, Natalia. Hi, thank you. That was a beautiful introduction. <laughs> I very much appreciated it. Um, so yeah, I'm Natalia. I have been working with women coaching counseling for multiple decades now actually I I started off I have a bachelor's degree in psychology and um, throughout my adult life I've done crisis counseling in women's centers and also done other types of coaching and then in recent years I've um, kind of fallen away from that and when I was ready to get back into it I wanted to do more no more and just have better tools to help people when it was time to grow my own business. And so, yeah, I'm a certified um, in NLP and hypnosis and neuroenergetic wiring and all the great mindset techniques to help people get unstuck. And now I'm focused on just helping women move forward in their lives, like wherever they are, whether it's with their business, their health, their relationships, just move past that point where they feel like they're doing all the things and not making any progress. And I kind of came to this from being in that spot in my own life, feeling stuck, like my wheels were spinning, like I was forcing and working so hard. And when I came through it on the other side, seeing how much lighter it is <laughs> over here <laughs> and how much how much nicer life is when you're kind of in flow, I decided to dedicate my business and my practice to that, to helping other people find the same. And so I'm here. Now I'm here. I love that. I feel like you're just like this little treasure box full of like all these amazing goodies. Um, you're, <laughs> you're so amazing. Um, so yeah, let's talk about, uh, so today we're going to talk all about like getting unstuck, right? And um, kind of like the first steps that will act or the first step that will actually get the ball rolling basically right mm -hmm, so can you can you share a little more about like what it was for you and how it felt when you were in that feeling of like stuckness basically oh it was miserable <laughs> <laughs> I I always tell my husband like because I do pretty much look on the brighter side of things and I tend to have that more positive outlook 
um, so like my version of like sadness and, and depression is I feel like very low key. It's more just like I am not motivated. I do see those brighter things, but I find it to be like harder and I get sucked into to things like I don't typically watch the news. I get sucked into the news and all of like the chaos that can be there and and like the negative stories and the gossip. And when I find myself doing that, that's when I know that I'm not in a good space. So I, um, I went through a period of time where I was focusing on wellness coaching and helping people kind of achieve their goals in health. But the way I was going about it was through... Uh, an MLM, which is kind of, I was account an accountability coach at the time, meaning I was kind of just there for you along your journey, like a cheerleader, not yeah. necessarily giving you really practical tools. All of that was coming through the products. Yeah. Um, but I was really passionate about helping people and doing that with them. And what I found was the techniques that they were teaching us in order to bring in clients and to help people and to get them into your groups where you could help them were things that were very much anti me and my personality. So I had this great group where I was sharing all this science and all this mindset work and all this nutrition guidance that I had learned from outside and had all these modules set up, which was well beyond what like you would expect when you joined a group like that. Yeah. And no one was in it. And no one was in it because I was doing all this forcing. I was sharing parts of myself that I wasn't comfortable sharing, which was making me like bitter and angry and sad. <laughs> I was... And then I was because I wasn't being truly authentic. Uh-huh. People weren't connecting with me because you know you can kind of get that vibe when you're not being authentic. And there were a few people who knew me and kind of were coming in, and those people I got really close with. But for the most part, I just felt like I was hitting a wall, and that inauthenticity and kind of losing the perspective of why I had even signed up to do this. Like uh-huh. what was like there was a reason why yeah. I wanted to do this. There was a reason why I was drawn to this, uh-huh. and I lost sight of that by getting stuck in the day-to-day and what other people told me I should be doing. And so I got burnt out. I, Like I said, I got sucked into negativity and gossip and news and things that usually I would stay away from. I was ended up being drawn to them, which is kind of anti-me. And then I burnt out and kind of fell off the face of the earth. I had to completely just disappear <laughs> from everything <laughs> for quite a while. And in that time, I asked myself, well, like, what happened? Like, what was your purpose? Like, what were you trying to do to begin with? And my overall goal was to help people, okay? <laughs> to help people, you you can do that any kind of way. And in asking myself again, well, why did I even sign up to do this with them? Like, why was this my vehicle? Why not do it on my own? I could have, I was told you I was crisis counseling and doing like coaching on the side previously, but why did I do this? This I felt was a way to show me as an authority. And I was like, well, you can be an authority in other ways. And so I decided to get certified as the NLP and mindset coaching, which to me, I love science in the background and being able to use like these statistics to show people like the way and mindset work. And when I was able to do all that, I got back to my, my core of, I wanted to help people. I want to help people move past, like get through, move towards their goals and having the support of science and mindset work and all these tools with me to move them forward. But because I'm doing it on my own now, I was able to then soften the approach, make it more me, be more aligned and authentic. And it kind of relieved all of this pressure that I had been putting on myself unnecessarily. Um, I love that. I can totally relate to uh, like the 
uh, multi-level because <laughs> 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 like, uh, I, I, I was part of that too for a very long time in different companies and um, usually like their methods are pretty I call them just like red right like it's just they're so <laughs> like um, I don't know like rough and strong and it's just like um, I also um, when I decided like I want to do my own thing and I just I it's not in alignment with me it's because of that right like it was like I feel like one I want to help people in a much deeper level than just like health and fitness because what I was seeing is like I was giving them like amazing products we were giving them the workouts we were giving them like the meal plans and all like they had it all but people were still not getting results mm-hmm. and so I was like where is this coming from and I, I was like okay like people are dealing with like you know, deeper stuff, right? Like it's more in the mind, it's more in the heart and the soul. And so that's why I also decided to kind of like choose a different path and a different way to help people. But um, yeah, when you're doing something in misalignment with who you are and what you desire from life um, and not just what you desire, but the way that you desire to get to your desire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that makes sense, right? Uh, you definitely get those feelings of, uh, or you get to a phase where you you feel stuck because you don't know how to move forward. Yeah, like I was, I was pushing it. Like for so, like they tell you to invite people in, and I was always like, I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> mind, I don't mind telling you. Like I get so excited about things, so like I will ramble on for hours about like whatever it is I'm passionate about. So that's why within my group, I built in all of this science and information about like nutrition and the brain and how it works and, you know, biology and all this stuff that I thought was really cool and fascinating that wasn't included that I thought would be supportive and helpful. Again, trying to get to the root, not just the surface level stuff, but in a different way. And I could talk about that for days, but then the idea of like going out to like just random people I knew and just being like, hey, you should come do this was super awkward for me. Like I, I did it eventually because, but it was like, it took me like a month or two. And then one day I was like, I'm going to do this. And I went through and just like messaged anyone I was fairly comfortable with. And some people were polite, but it was like awkward and weird. They're like, Matalia, we haven't talked to you in how long? And then now you're <laughs> like, do this. And then, and you know what I mean? It was crazy. And, um, and now it's just like so much different. Like I don't, I don't do that. Like, of course, I'm talking about my my group and I talk about my coaching and I mention it's there, but I don't go out and just be like, you know, I I think this is for you. And not unless we've had a conversation and it really does feel aligned and striking up fake conversations with the point of getting people there, just Uh that was what was awkward about it, right? And so now my whole approach is just calmer and slower and there's less of a sense of urgency behind it, Uh but it means I get to really get to know that I'm trying to say how to word this I'm really getting to know that when I'm speaking to you I'm speaking like authentically and I'm telling you you know not only what's true with like the science and with like facts like I can tell you like your brain takes in this many millions of bits of information but we can also have a conversation where I kind of can point out to you like how how you like have seen that experience like we can have a conversation and those conversations I feel like are so much more valuable than like the fake ones I was striking up to 
to scam someone. <laughs> I felt like I was scamming. <laughs> I know, definitely. And even now, like in um, in business, like even now, like sometimes, because you know, Instagram, you want to like do engagement and stuff like that. I still have to like remind myself that I'm doing it from a place of love, <laughs> a place of, and not from a place of like, I want to sign people. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's mm. still like, it brings in that, like, it, rem- it reminds me of those feelings that I would feel before, but it's like, no, now I'm doing it from a place of like really wanting to interact with people and connect with people. Um, but yeah, like I, I still sometimes struggle with it. Like, <laughs> um, Okay, so like an MLM recovery call. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> I think you should change the topic. And I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh my god, um, we we could go on and on about this, but um, so I noticed how we just like jumped into like okay, let's, it's like we're we're talking more about like the business aspect of this, right? But. Um, because we're both businesswomen, right? So mm-hmm. we kind of just like tend to like jump into that area. Um, but can we, can, can you share a little bit more about how um, it show, shows up like in other areas? When you're in that phase of like feeling stuck, it's basically like it's stuck energy, right? And then it, mm-hmm. it, it can affect like relationships. It, it can affect um, like in our, what's the word? Like how we live basically on a day-to-day basis right like our home and and for me I know it showed up as like my room was a mess my house was a mess I was completely unorganized I still am unorganized I'm still not good at getting organized but I'm getting better right like I I have so much more clarity around in my head basically and so it's easier for me to do stuff like having a clean bedroom, like doing my, mm-hmm. you know, like the simple day-to-day things. Yeah. Right. Um, can you share a little more about that? Yeah. Like, okay. So I told you I was fucked into like gossip and the news and all the things that basically make me unhappy that yeah. I usually don't pay attention to because I know that they'll take me down another path, but I was already feeling bad. So I was leaning, you know, you attract more of that into your life. And what I found there were two things that, or consistently are two things with, within myself and that also that I, um, I talk to my clients about when it comes to like getting unstuck. The first thing is realigning with your, your purpose and your higher self, right? Like what is the reason? Like some people say like getting to your why, like whatever it is, just so that you have a better understanding. You need that reminder sometimes of like, well, why are you doing this? So in my business, I reminded myself and that's what led me to get certifications where I felt like I could help people change on a deeper level, like release limiting beliefs. And then in my personal life, it's just like, well, I just want to be free. I want to be happy. And then what are the littlest things, any things at all that you can do that align with that purpose? Mm -hmm. And one of the things I started doing was going for walks again. Like Mm -hmm. I used to go for walks quite a lot. Um, I'm not a huge, I'm like a nature adjacent type of girl. Like I love nature. I love to look at it, but like I don't go camping. Yeah. I don't want to camp, but I'll go for a walk in the, on the trail, right? So I started going for walks again. And I'd go for as long as I could, whether it was 20 or 30 minutes, but I'd, I love to do a nice long, like at least an hour. And when I go for walks, I listen to music. Maybe I'll listen to an audio book, but it's just my time for myself. My children were not allowed. 
My husband was not allowed. They would ask. I'd say, no, we can go on a family walk later. But my walks were for me. And that it's like the action of motion, right? Starting to move, literally propelling myself forward in a physical way was able to help get the energy flowing again as well. And I would get ideas on my walks. I'd come back home feeling energized. I would be able to clean the kitchen and not feel like it was some bitter punishment. (laughs) But like I wanted to keep my home tidy because and clean because I felt better when it was tidy and clean. And I was moving my body, not necessarily for physical health, but then I felt better anyway. Like it clears up your mind. So those are the things that I think are really important is one remembering why, like what is it that you want to accomplish and what's the small thing you can do. And then, and it's so basic, right? I feel like that's so common, (laughs) that advice, but it is so true. And I do think the physical thing, like doing something physical is that moving of the energy, Uh moving of yourself, moving forward. It's like a, it's a 3D realization of the concept. You're Uh literally moving forward on a walk or whatever it is you choose to do. Uh Like it's an actual real thing. And then because it's taking an action step, it makes it so much easier to do those other action steps. Yeah. And can we just like, share a little bit um on like so I know a lot of people talk about like connect to your vision connect to your why right mm-hmm. but one aspect of it is like they don't not everybody shares it like and be selfish about it like mm-hmm. you can get to be a little selfish about it. Like, yeah. when you mentioned like my kids are not allowed it was like they are not yeah I feel like sometimes and, and, and I know it happened for me too um, when I was like, why do I want to do this? Or why do I want to, it's like, oh, I want to be a better mom. I want to be a better mom. Right. And it was always just about like a part of me, like my, or my, how do I word this? Like more about like the role that I had to play as a mom and not necessarily like connecting with my true desires mm-hmm. as, as like just my own, right. Like me, myself, not just mm-hmm. like as my role as a mom and I feel like that's one of the things that created like such a disconnect from myself and like I was always just like wanting to be that better like be a good mom be a good mom and until I realized like I cannot be a great mom if I am not feeling good if I'm not feeling self-sufficient I'm not connecting with what I really true desire for myself yeah no that's exactly it because so you're thinking to yourself, like, you have this great value, like, I'm a good mom, I'm a great mom. So that's a really great example. Like, when I first started, like, moving every day, like, taking in daily movement and exercising, like, in the winter, I was in my home. And, like, my four-year-old would come down and interrupt me, and I'd have to, like, carry him out of the room, and he wanted to stay, but I'm like, it's dangerous, I'm lifting weights. And a year before that, six months before that, I might have let him come in or interrupted my workout or slept in so I could wake up with him because that was being a good mom. I was there for my kid. But really being a good mom is being alive and being healthy and being able to keep up with him. And so prioritizing that, like remembering that when I'm doing these things for myself, I'm really doing it for my family and I still make time for them, but you have to make time for yourself as well. Like if you don't, then you burn out, you don't feel as fulfilled, And then you're no good to anyone, right? When I was watching the news um, and spiraling down like my negative dark path, I wasn't there for anyone. I wasn't setting the example for my children that I wanted to set of like, you create your own outcomes and you create the life you desire and whatever you can see in your mind, you can see in reality because I wasn't talking those things to them because I was so caught up in what was happening in 
you know, other people's lives that I wasn't focusing on my life and making it better. And the minute I cut that out was the minute I started speaking more about these things and they hear like your children hear and they learn. And that is what has made, you know, that's what makes me a better mom, not because I was sitting in the living room with them instead of going for a walk. The walk is actually what translated into all other areas of my life and expanded and grew into other things. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. It's so, so true. Um, so can we just like confirm that the first step, basically, you know, if you're feeling in that area of like, just, you feel stuck, you feel, what other feelings do you believe, um, happen in this stage as well? I think it's different. I think it looks different for everyone. Uh Um, feeling stuck, the way I define it is not that you're not doing anything, because I always think of it as more like you're doing all the things, right? You're doing all of the work. You're not stuck because you're standing still, um, but you feel like you are, right? And you're maybe, like if we go back to health, you're working on every day, you're, you're eating the food people tell you to eat, you're doing whatever, or maybe you're not feeling like you're moving forward spiritually, you're like, you're meditating, but you're still getting all the thoughts. You feel like you're doing all these things. And so feeling stuck is more, or being stuck is more like this, this energetic feeling, like you're feeling frustrated. You're not seeing the results. Uh, you're not f- seeing progress. The, your the people outside of you aren't giving you that acknowledgement either. That's something that you, you thrive on that you need. Sometimes people need to have other people also see it, you know, that, yeah. that cheerleader, that support. And it's just kind of like, like I said, it's like you're running into a wall, like you're moving, you're pushing, you're pushing, and you're running into this wall, not realizing that two steps to the right is the door. And all you have to do is pause and take that step back. And then you'll see it. But you're so micro-focused on these actions that you're you're unable to kind of get that wider view. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's just the feeling. So it's, it's more to me about like the feeling than about the doing. And sometimes... When, when you tap into that feeling of like, well, what is, what is this feeling I'm feeling? I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling lost. And then you pause and say, okay, well, let's recalibrate. Where, where was I going? Oh. Like, what was my goal? <laughs> what was, <laughs> why did I want to get there? Yeah. Okay. Is, are these things going to get me there? Yeah, technically they could. Okay. Cause you know, so-and-so told me they could, or they got me there in the past. Okay, but how do they feel? Like, how does it feel to continue doing these things? It feels yucky. It doesn't feel good. It feels hard. So that means those aren't the right actions for you anymore, uh-huh. right? They're not yeah. the right actions anymore. Maybe they were. Maybe two years ago you did the same thing and it worked. But you're two, it's two years now. You changed. Uh-huh. The world's changed. Uh-huh. You're a different person. So now it's time to reevaluate and maybe go at it a different way or take the same thing you've been doing. But uh-huh. maybe it just needs a minor adjustment, a recalibration, let's say. So it's more about that kind of like reevaluating where you are and then again, releasing anything that maybe has like, if using the example again of, I did this two years ago. Well, two years ago, you were a different person. So between now and then, how have you changed? Maybe there's some new blocks, some resistance that's there that you need to release so that this same technique, the same tool can start working for you again. I love that you mentioned that because we're we're human beings and we're always evolving we're always Mm -hmm. growing and what served us a few years ago even like a month ago right like what served me last month maybe 
it's not the same thing that it will help me this time around, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was pregnant with my son, I was just like thriving. Like I didn't need to wake up and do mindset work or anything like that. I feel like it was my baby that really motivated me <laughs> to just like, hey, because to me it was like when this baby is born, it was my I was the first, it was my first son. Um, I was like, I know that I'm not gonna have the same time for 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 doing things, right? And so it's just like what kept me going. And I feel like it's when I made Mo like more money when I was in network marketing when I was pregnant. You mm-hmm. you just saw this pregnant la- lady, you know, like doing all things, <laughs> just showing up and um, you know, like social media. I was like showing up daily and I was doing all these things and and I was feeling good myself, right? Like, but then now now I have two kids and now like those just having those kids alone, like it's not motivation enough. It's actually it's more of like a oh my God, like I feel drained all of the, the time, right? So I need to find other ways to to get me motivated, mm-hmm. right? Um, not saying that my kids aren't like motivation. I, I, I feel like I worded that wrong, but not <laughs> Like I want to, I, of course I want to be the best mom that I can be and I want to build an amazing life for them and I want to be able to have um, I want them to have an amazing mom, right? Um, but I need other things to help me achieve that than just the motivation alone of being a mom. Exactly. Because motivation is so like, it's so short term, like you're motivated now and then tomorrow you, you're sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have ADHD. I would... Right? Like you're motivated today and then, you know, tomorrow it rains and mm-hmm. you're not motivated anymore. Like it's so fickle motivation. So that's why you need to have that deeper, that deeper drive that you have it aligned to you, like your purpose, to your higher self, because that's what's going to keep you going. Even when motivation fades, motivation is short term. I forgot how long it lasts, but there's literally a, a, a finite period of time where your motivation will last before mm-hmm. it's just like gone anyway. And you need that. Yeah. There's other drivers, but um, like you, you made me think of like a good point. Like so much of my story is actually like my health journey because I was doing accountability coaching because I was on my journey and I actually, like I lost a hundred pounds. Like I was a hundred pounds heavier. Wow. I know I lost it, but it was all through like the actions and through motivation. And then like the motivation disappeared and I lost sight of my higher purpose. Like I had started the whole thing because I wanted to be able to keep, my kids are fast. Like they're so little and they're so fast. And I wanted to be able to keep, I wanted to be able to keep up with them. Like we have a huge field outside of our house and I couldn't catch up with them. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this one's only three. Like I should be able to catch a three-year-old. Like I can do this. And I couldn't. And so that was my whole driver was to be be that mom that could like, you know, sit cross-legged on the grass and keep Uh up with your kids and not have to rest on the bench while your kids played and all that stuff. I lost sight of that for the actions and for the tracking and for all those things. So when I got to a certain point where I could keep up with them and I was able to carry my kids up the steps and I like, that's part of when it all fell apart. But when I realigned with my purpose and I went back to, and I, I basically, I lost a hundred pounds, gained 40 back when I lost my motivation. Uh And then, so I started now releasing that extra 40 again. My whole process is different. Like I still move every day, but it's not with the same type of 
drive is not out of the sense of motivation of hitting a number. It's more because like, this is just who I am. This is like, what, this is what I do now. I'm just, mm-hmm. this is my life. Yeah. This, like, I've, been, I've assimilated it into my identity. And so, yeah, I move every day and it looks different for me, depending on the, the day of the year, the month, whether I'm, you know, whether it's nice outside or, or not, like, cause I may go for a walk or maybe I'll lift. And when it comes to like my nutrition, it's just so much easier. Like I don't have to think about it anymore. I used to think and track and count and worry and stress. And like, was this healthy enough? But like I told you this morning, I had half a donut, but, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I, but it was half a donut where in the past it would have been a whole one. Yeah. And I know for a fact for lunch, like it's going to be so much lighter because it just wouldn't make me feel good to eat more junk the rest of the day. Like that was probably my limit. And before that would have stressed me out that I had half a donut and I would attract exactly how many calories it was. And now I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't care. I'll drink some water. I'll eat fine the rest of the day. And that stress-free approach was something I thought was like so unattainable and fake before. (laughs) Like when people would say like, just focus on your health and you'll achieve. I was like, that's so stupid. That's what skinny people say. Same. Oh I thought the same exact thing. I was like, us fat people, no, that's not how it works. But it was true. It was yeah, true. Like it intuitive true. eating. And I was like, what do you mean intuitive eating? Like my intuition is telling me to eat a, the whole damn cake. Like so I cannot. Right. And I couple in, like I have a lot of, you know, knowledge. So I, I couple in, you know, nutrition, density, and I know to, you know, eat my veggies first and all this other stuff. But it's so funny because every once in a while I'll, I'll laugh at myself because I'm like a year ago, I would never have done this because... I would have thought, like, this was, like, BS. <laughs> like, I said, like, that's what skinny people say. That's just something skinny people say, that they don't know what they're talking about. But I'm like, no, those those people, they d- kind of did, and it was all a mindset shift. So once I released those limiting beliefs that I had and the blocks that I had about, about myself and what I was allowed to do, because I'm only allowed to do certain things because of my size and where I am, oh. it made, it opened me up to be, to more possibilities, and I'm so much happier now, like, I celebrated my birthday yesterday and we went out to eat and I enjoyed the evening and I didn't drink even though I would have in the past, but not because I felt like I shouldn't, but because I really didn't want to because I don't do that anymore. And it's all because I had these huge mindset shifts over the last year and released all these limiting beliefs and these blocks about what I was allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. And it's made my whole life feel easier and lighter and just like kind of nonchalant, <laughs> which is a nice place to be. Like, uh-huh. even when I'm working, I don't feel like I'm working. I'm just doing what's passionate and what's fun for me. And it's just, it. it other people call it work because it produces income, but it's not yeah. work. It's just what I do. Yeah, I love that. And this, like, it, it doesn't start to be like this unless you know exactly what you desire, right? Exactly. And how you desire for it to happen. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's so easy to, it's easy to get a job. Like it is, it really is. Like you can apply for a job, but is it the job you want? (laughs) Is it going to pay you your bills? Is it going to be in the way that you want? Is it going to be, you know, do you want to be remote? Do you want to be an exec or do you want to work at McDonald's? Like it depends, right? So Uh you can have an idea of what you want, but you got to know why and what your purpose is because it drives how you go about the thing. It's easy to, you know, be a coach, but what kind of coach do you want to be? Do you want to be one that really helps people get that deeper level of change or do you want to you know be there for accountability and support or do you just want to be an authority on something is that even what you want to do it's easy to lose weight but do you want to have to count calories or do you just want to live your life you know so it's like all about 
how you want to get there, like how it aligns with who you are as a person and that dictates how you go about things. And like we said, like if you change who you are today isn't who you were two years ago. So that constant reevaluation is what will help you move forward at those times when you have those blocks, because we all have them throughout our life at different phases. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what would be like your best tips on like if someone comes to you right now and they're like, okay, like I'm ready to connect with my, my desires and you know, <laughs> whatever I want, what do I do? How do I do it? <laughs> okay. So you're ready to connect with your desires. So know what your desires are. And um, a long time ago I was in someone else's master class and she was like, you know, visualize your dreams. Do you want a dream house? And I was like, yeah, I want a dream house. And then, so she was like, think about your house. And then she was like, what are the colors of the curtains? And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, what kind of cars in your driveway? Like, do you have hardwood floors? What kind of hardwood are they? Like, what are your countertops? Like, she was like, get into the detail was the point of the exercise. And it's an exercise like I've done so many times before, but no one had asked me the color of the curtains in my new home. Uh-huh. That's a level of detail like I just was not prepared for and that vision my mind went blank and I had to really think on it. So that's a tough exercise for some people. It was tough for me at the time and it still is tough. At some point I kind of can't get that deep either, but get as deep as you can into the detail. I think would be the first yeah. thing cuz like I said we all have goals and desires. If you're feeling stuck, you're clearly working towards something. You know what that thing is, but really go back and think about it. Like, well, what is it I'm trying to work towards? Like, was it a promotion at work? Okay. But do you just want a promotion? That means that's a word. What kind of promotion? Like, do you want to stay within your same department, move, move fields? Like, do you really want to even stay with that corporation or do you want to move someplace else? Right? Like dig into the details, really fine tune it. And then picture I don't necessarily picture my ideal day very often, but I like as an ideal day, but I do picture my like ideal lifestyle, like what my week would look like. A day for me feels too finite, but whatever works for you. So get down into that detail of the thing, I think is the first step, because once you really have an idea of what you want, it'll give your brain something to work on about what your next step is. Because once your brain has something to latch on to, it's like, okay, let's go make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start looking for <laughs> the things to make that real in your life. So that's why it's so important to get into that detail. So that's my first step is to just like reevaluate your goal. And then it's to do the same thing we've already said, right, find your first step, like the first thing, even if it's so small, even if it's just, maybe it is writing down your ideal day, maybe it's going for the walk, like I'm being super vague here about like what people's goals might be, but the idea is find that any one single thing you can do to help take you towards your goals to build momentum. And then one thing I like to do that I do all the time, and it works like magic, and I saw it on TikTok, and I can't credit. <laughs> I don't know who who said it, but um, they were like every night, like when they're stuck on something, like on a problem or something they can't uh, figure out, every night before they go to bed, they say to themselves, thank you for showing me that this problem is already solved. And I started doing that, and it's like magic. Like every single, it's like the next morning or within two days, it's solved. So I was working on building this. Um, program, for example, and I was so stressed about like the little things about where to host it, how to do it. And then I couldn't figure it out. And I said, you know what? Let it go. 
So I, I said, thank you for showing me this problem is already solved. And I went to bed and I let it go. And like the next day, I learned that the the tool I was already going to use for like my checkout comes with like a learn feature that has the course built into it. And I've been looking at this thing for months, not even knowing that this feature was there. And the next day <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you. And then I say, thank you. And I move on. And it, I have so many examples of the same thing. Like, so I would say that would be my next tip is it seems so like, it's kind of like, you know, Viagundi is like, give it to God. Like, <laughs> like, God, I'm like oh, but that's what you're kind of doing, right? You're, you're yeah. saying, thank you for showing me this is already solved. You say it to yourself three times before you go to sleep and your brain will start working on it because your brain, I mentioned it before. I, I can't even remember the numbers on the spot, but it takes in so many millions bits of information and we uh -huh. only consciously observe like 128 bits. So there's like millions of bits of information coming into your brain every single day. And you're only getting 128 of that. Your brain has clocked so much stuff that's going to help you out that consciously you're just not aware of. So ask yourself, your intuitive self, that question before you go to sleep, let it work on it for you. And the next day it's going to be like, here you go. It's like going into the library and pulling the book off the shelf for you yeah. and then opening it up to the page and the line that you need. Yeah. So basically like regulating our system, right? Like our nervous mm -hmm. system, when we are in that like fight or flight mode, our brain cannot think clearly. And so <laughs> the more <laughs> we try to like figure it out ourselves too, um, the more resistance it's going to find because like our, 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 like the way that I see it, it's like our, our little nerves, whatever are like, ah, oh, you know, like, um, <laughs> have you seen that TikTok or what? It's, I think it's from the office. I've never watched the office, but it's like, Oh my God, it's happening. What are you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happens in our brains. Right. But when we decide to let it go and like calm down, like our brain can think clearly and it'll start like resolving whatever issue it is and we can move forward. As exactly. Well. Exactly. You're just letting it go and knowing, trusting that the answer is within you somewhere. You're trusting your intuitive self mm -hmm. and it'll, it'll appear, it'll appear to you in some way. And again, I, I can give you half a dozen examples of where I've done that. <laughs> I've been stressing over something or I couldn't figure it out. And I was, I was debating between multiple things and I said, you know what, I'm just going to let it go. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for showing me that the, you know, this problem is already solved. Thank you for showing me this problem is already solved. And the next morning, it's, it's always the next day for me. I wouldn't say always. It's mostly the next day. Mm -hmm. The solution is there. And I'm like, what? Oh, that's great. <laughs> and I'm so excited and I can move on. But I got clear with my vision and that yes. helped me figure out the problems to tackle first. And I either was able to take my next step or I couldn't figure it out. So I left it, you know, I left it to my intuitive self and then was able to solve on its own and then you do that enough right over and over again you start building some momentum things start feeling lighter you start tapping in on your own so that you're consciously you can walk through you can ask yourself that question maybe you don't have to do it at night you know what should I do and you intuitively know and you can move forward and if not leave it to your leave it to your inner self yeah, yeah. and then it, it just becomes like a part of you right like it just becomes um like a habit or uh just something that you do mm -hmm. like it becomes part of your identity i because i've noticed like i don't i don't consciously say these words like um you know your method but mm -hmm. for me i know that i just i just when i feel like overwhelmed and i feel like i don't it's like messy in my head mm -hmm. um i just dance <laughs> just <laughs> i just kind of like do other <clears throat> stuff not related to whatever area you know I feel like that resistance or that overwhelm or whatever but for me it's like I just started dancing I just start 
um, I do reckon, I do like go back to like, okay, why, why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? And it always goes back to like, my main thing is always like, I want to be happy mm-hmm. in all areas of my life. I just want to be happy. And so to me, dancing is one of the ways that I feel happy and bring joy into my life. Right. So I guess like reconnecting with that allows me for everything else to just kind of start flowing. Yeah, that's beautiful. And my main thing is like, I want to feel free. So I'll go for a walk, right? Because then I'm not encumbered by anything, but it's the same idea. Like you're living out that thing that you want to make manifest, but you can have it really anytime you want. So you dance and then you're happy. I go for a walk or lock myself away in a room where there's no one else, but I feel like... But I feel yes. kind of like I'm free and I'm on my own and things. Oh, I just wanted to circle back for a minute because uh-huh. you mentioned, I remember something um, like your goals and, and your dreams and how they are for you and for you only. Like it's a little uh-huh. bit selfish, but really it's for the greater good. Yeah. And so you reminded me of my vision board and it's all just like me, right? Like it's me successful. It's me happy. It's me wealthy. It's me everything. And like my husband came in and he saw it and he's like, where, where are me and the kids? And I was like where are you? (laughs) He's like, we're not included in this. I was like, you are included in this in spirit. Like if I get these things, like I was like, who do you think is enjoying this stuff with me? But I'm not going to make my vision about them. It's about me being my happy and best self. Because when I'm happy, like, of course you're there. Like you're, (laughs) you're a part of me. (laughs) That just reminded me of that. Cause I was like cracking up and he was like genuinely hurt. Like, Oh, there's no pictures of like of like families in this. And I'm like, nope, there's pictures of happy single looking women, but <laughs> like <laughs> you're in the background, you're in that giant house back there, or you're like, you know, sleeping in that, you know, bedroom that I've decorated. Like, it's not just me, but. <laughs> I love that so much. I love, love, love that. I feel like when we, this, this can be a whole other conversation. <laughs> might bring you back because we might have to have a whole other conversation. Like when you truly, like connect with yourself like you become so like self-sufficient um to the point where you don't need anything else but that also allows for you to like build better relationships Mm -hmm. right like when you become independent from like needing other people basically in your life in order for you to be happy or feel fulfilled it it allows for those people to just be part of your life and and in 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 a way that feels you know in in a in a kind of last track of my words there but um yeah because I want I I want to have a whole other conversation about this like this specifically (laughs) (laughs) and if we do we're gonna spend a whole other hour hour here but uh yeah it's so important to 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 be a little selfish and to you know connect with our own real true desires exactly like it's not selfish it's just like what they say right like the plane's going down your airbag drops you put on your mask first First, because if you can't help yourself you're not around to help anybody else if you're passed out you're not helping your kid who is next to you in your plane you put their mask on first what are they going to do they're little do yours then help them then help those around you because when you're whole and happy and healthy and strong and you know vibrant uh-huh. those around you are going to feel that they're going to take in that energy and it's going to help you uplift and support them and help them get to where they need to be as well yes. if they're not there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've had such an amazing conversation. We've 
I feel like we touched up a lot of points, very important points. Um, but before you go, please uh, tell us how, um, tell my audience how they can reach out to you, how they can find you, and how they can actually work with you if they desire. Okay. Oh, so I'm on Instagram. That's the only social media platform I'm really on. So if you want to find me, you can find me there and it's at rewrite coaching. Um, that's the name of my, myself, my company. And so it's rewrite coaching. And uh, right now I've got the group, the flow state is the name of the group coaching program that's opening up this week. And so if you're interested in being a part of that, check out my stories, my posts, my, my IG profile, my website at, um, at rewrite coaching on Instagram or rewritecoaching.co is my website. And I'd be happy to have you like, let's, let's make some shifts, right? Like un get unstuck, release the blocks and the limiting beliefs and start like living that full, happy, vibrant life for your dreams that flows. It just feels like ease. Like that's what I'm all about. I love that. It's going to be so exciting. And yes, like go check her out. I love watching her content. Like I'm always, she always brings like a smile to my face because I always see her smile, smiling. So yeah, it's, it's I crack myself up. I think that's all. <laughs> like, I think I'm hilarious. So I hope that other people do too. Same. I'm, I'm like so self-obsessed. Like I'm always watching my own things and I'm like <laughs> laughing and cracking up. And I like, I live with my parents right now. Right. So I just go to them and I show them my stuff. I'm like, look, this is so funny. Well, I'm just, there's like, what what is this like <laughs> she loves it yeah <laughs> all right well um I am going to let you go now thank you so much for being um it a guest in my podcast and um yeah anything else that you want to share any last no, just thank you for having me here it's been an honor I really enjoyed our time together I think this was great I had so much fun all right thank you thank you Thank you so much for listening. Everything that you need to know about how to reach out to Matalia is on the show notes. I hope you have an amazing week and I can't wait to see you on my next episode.